Well, whether you are a seasoned entrepreneur, a corporate leader, a pastor, or an ambitious individual with big dreams, understanding the significance of strategic planning can be an absolute game changer for you as a leader and for those that you lead. Today, we are going to be talking specifically about what is so distinctive about the lead organization's strategic planning process. My name is Brad. Welcome to The Daily Lead. Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to this Tuesday on The Daily Lead. This week, we have been talking to uh, the director of the lead organization, Peggy Contos Han. She joins me again today. Peggy, welcome back to The Daily Lead. It's great to have you. Thank you, Pastor Brad. It's exciting to be with you in this, uh, especially on this topic. So thank you for the invitation to have this conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So yesterday on uh, the podcast, we talked about the importance of strategic planning and how it can help individuals and their organizations. Today, we want to talk specifically about what's so distinctive about LEADS process of helping lead people through a strategic planning process. Um, We want to highlight that. You always hear me, folks, on the end of every episode that LEAD can help you and your organization in strategic planning. So, Peggy, what is so distinctive about LEAD's strategic planning process and how can it help leaders and organizations? Yeah, thank you for asking, Brad. You know, there's there are a lot of organizations that do strategic planning. And so I thought it could be helpful if people understood what they could um, expect if they took a chance and worked with us. Uh, Strategic planning is about 50% of the work that LEAD does. So it's quite a bit of our time is focused particularly on congregational strategic planning. Although we have also done this for endowments and organizations around the country. Uh, LEAD strategic planning has a couple of distinctives that I think um, are worth talking about. I mean, the the fact is we have been doing this in one way or another for the last 11 and a half years, which is hard to believe. Wow, I can't believe that. I remember when I remember when I was on city council and it was the vote to start LEAD. <laughs> that was crazy. Yep. <laughs> I know it. Now we have been at it for quite a while. And I guess what I think that means is we have a lot of experience working with congregations and judicatories. We understand the relational systems that happen in churches. And so when we're doing strategic planning now, we have moved to a place where we've got four packages that we make available. People can choose one of those or certainly customize their own. And we have some practices that we always include in our strategic planning and some that are optional. So let me just talk about that for a second. Sure. Um, The first package we offer is a sprinter plan. This is a really quick vision to action, three to six months strategic planning process. It's our quickest turnaround process. And this is new since the pandemic, when we realized that there are congregations that really don't have a year to wait before they move forward. Mm. But just setting a technical goal is not going to help them. So it's a little bit of a fast track of a high intensity strategic planning process 
where we focus on sprinter goals. Those are the goals that we can get after right away that will make the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. I still think of this as part of strategic planning because we're not just shooting in the dark. We're using all the wisdom that LEAD has harnessed in the past so that we can evaluate the congregation quickly and help the leaders on the team focus the decisions, the key decisions they need to make. So example of sprinter goal might be taking a hard look at the way the congregation's decision-making system is working. Mm. So what does it take to go from idea to action? And we might just focus strictly on that. Or we might focus on faith formation and how is it we're nurturing people's faith life if they aren't coming to church on Sunday morning? Mm. What are other creative ways that we could look at putting some goals in place that help parents, godparents, grandparents, nurture the faith lives of their children, but also those adults. How do we support them? Sprinter goals uh, for a plan there. Or another one we've done recently more and more is around the the areas of inclusion, diversity, and even taking on the hard conversations around racism. So with sprinter goals, that is a, a, a strategic plan that can be designed quickly and very finely focused depending on the particular um, sense of call that congregation has growing. Right. Um, Within that, I also wanna say the other thing we often do there is work directly with a staff or a church council to make that happen. Um, So we may or may not in a sprinter goal situation be forming another team. We may actually work with existing teams to carry out this work. That's probably a distinction there. Okay. Okay. The second kind of package that we're offering now for strategic planning really has to do with innovation. Boy, it is hard to innovate. The bad word in church, oh, like man. innovation. I know, I know. I know. It's almost as bad as the word change. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Right up there, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. And you know what innovation really is, is taking the things we know and looking at them a different way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, things from the past, things from now, and we just have to look at them from a different angle. So it is the art of creating something new out of what we already know, out of the existing mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are subtle changes that we can do with this innovative kind of planning. But I, I think it's a really fun way to get at strategic planning because the expectation with this innovative plan is that we really are going to try something completely different. Uh, by the way, LEAD is a perfect example of adjudicatory doing this, right? Um, it's actually something that John Cotter calls the accelerate model, where you start a new thing on the side that sort of bumps up against the existing thing. Mm-hmm. In this case, an organization we've named LEAD that rubs up beside judicatories to do the things the institution really isn't designed to do, but needs to have done. Yeah. So that's when I think of that innovation plan, right? It's that kind of a thing. And we see mm-hmm. congregations, for example, worked with a congregation in Wisconsin that is doing a daycare, a, a free daycare Um, and the regular paid-for daycare side-by-side in the same building with the same teachers. I mean, they've really worked out a system so that they can, I mean, their bigger vision would be to have a separate building that's in a storefront for the free thing, but they realize they don't need to 
actually invest in building space because they had a lot of room and uh, that was being unused. What's beautiful about that is the primary need in their community is childcare. It's a workforce problem in that area, in many areas. So they're solving that problem with an innovative way of doing um, daycare. And that grew out of that kind of thinking. That's awesome. So if you've ever read Blue Ocean Theory or um, lately I've been loving this book, Collective Genius, it's the concepts around this that we're using in the innovation work. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's fine. And it's really, really you know, what people don't often get, I mean, they get hung up on the word innovation. Um, right. Innovation is just a solution to a problem. That's right. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a useful solution to a Absolutely. problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's doing something we need to have done. And so I love that. Um, third package, there are actually four. So the third package we do is our signature strategic plan. And, you know, here's the thing. That is a year-long commitment to what I think of as the finest way we can work with a congregation or an organization. Mm -hmm. It involves the practices that we'll talk about the rest of the week that I frankly think if your strategic planning process doesn't involve some of this, you're just moving the chairs around on the Titanic. Mm -hmm. So it involves the listening, the focusing, the implementing. But it does also include that sprinter goal work, because as we listen, we always find things we can go after and do oh, sure. to make a difference. Yeah, It could be as simple as changing the website or um, looking at social media. I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, what that sprinter goal could look like out of the strategic planning year. But um, the other thing we work on are our relay goals. And here's a relay goal. How do we help the people who have been in leadership mentor other people into leadership? How do we pass the baton mm. from one leader to another? Well, um, from generation to generation, sometimes, from one ethnicity to another ethnicity, you know, inviting in a different culture of leader. And we think it's key that in our signature strategic planning process, we do a little assessment about relay goals and where do we need to look at how we hand the ministry off well. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what, this isn't like just asking people who've been doing it a while to, to get out of the way. We actually want to harness their wisdom and to invite them into mentoring the next uh, person in, but knowing that person's going to do it differently than them for sure. Absolutely. You know? Right. Right. But this is still part of that signature strategic planning process, which does result in what we think of as our marathon goals. These are those big, hairy, audacious goals that could um, really shift the trajectory of how our buildings are used how our communication happens, what do we do with our staff and how does our staff time get used? And particularly, how do we partner with our neighborhood? So in our signature strategic plan, there really is a stronger outward trajectory than anything else we do. And we really do help congregations kind of surprise themselves mm -hmm. in falling in love with their own neighbors. Right. It happens all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when so, you get to know them. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is it. Yeah. And when when you frankly, when you stop and listen to them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. We just worked with a congregation 
in um, the Twin Cities in a strategic planning process doing this signature work where our sprinter goals had to take up the question of racism, which meant that they had to talk to people on their staff even about how they were treating others. And quite honestly, people were kind of overwhelmed. They didn't realize they were coming off the way they were. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. nobody, nobody realizes sometimes in their own lack of self-awareness that they're being um, unhelpful to a different ethnicity. Sure. And so these people grew through that process, but they did that on purpose because they knew their strategic plan was going to focus on welcoming the immigrant community. And they knew that it was going to focus on how they share food with people who are hungry in their community. And they needed their congregation to welcome this. So what we did in the sprinter goals was to prepare the way mm -hmm. for the larger goals that were emerging from our listening. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I was so proud of the work they did together. The pastor and the um, council president were like shoulder to shoulder in doing the hard work. It was pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, last part of our um, strategic planning package we can offer is the signature strategic plan, but it's done with multiple congregations. And I just want to talk about this because right now LEAD is working with two groups of three congregations in the Metro New York Synod. And this is really good hard work. Uh, what, in one case, the, there is a Norwegian congregation, a Swedish congregation, and an Arabic congregation coming together oh, to wow. become a shared ministry. Mm. I know. And those leaders, I mean, they just said in the last time I met with them, which was last month, I meet with them again tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, they said uh, a year ago, we would have never believed that we would know each other much less really even like each other as much as we do. <laughs> wow. Isn't that great? That and, awesome. and one of the most interesting things is that there is they're 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 calling a youth minister to work in that area. They're in Brooklyn. And the area around them now is Chinese, which none of them are. So I mean it's like such <laughs> a cultural. I know. I know. Who knew? Wow. We're learning so much. But they're in and they don't feel like what they're doing is helping their church survive. At this point, they have let go of that idea and they are coming together to thrive in that corner of Brooklyn. And they're asking questions like, what do we do with our buildings? Because they have two buildings in which they don't need two buildings. But if we have two buildings, property is high and priceless. And what can we do with this space in Brooklyn that maybe we wouldn't ever have done before? Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is the kind of stuff we're finally we, we have worked through the relational um, dynamics to the point where in this shared ministry, our signature strategic plan is going to bear just incredible fruit with them. So but we're not there yeah. yet. It's a it's awesome. a slow walk. Right. With yeah. that kind yeah. of a situation, it's a slow walk. Anyway, I just kind of took you from the sprinter fastest all the way to the slowest when we move uh, very thoughtfully yeah. because we're we're building collaboration among people. Absolutely. This is what lead is up to. You know, we're committed to helping leaders connect with each other and congregations connect with their neighborhoods. And in our strategic planning work, um, we're learning every day. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
nobody's learning more than we are. That's for sure. <laughs> right. I'll help everybody else sort this out. But uh, yeah, it's con- it's constantly um, an exciting ride on, on our part. Yeah, I know LEAD stands for, you know, uh, living every day as disciples. But sometimes yeah. I really feel like when you go through processes like this, it's really, it, it, you could say, you know, learning every um, aspect mm. of discipleship, right? Um, wow. Because that's what it is about. All of this is what discipleship is about, right? So, um Thank you. Thank you for sharing uh, the strategic planning that LEAD is doing and just an amazing story there in Brooklyn about what, what's happening and what God is up to. Hey, if y'all want to know more about this, hit up LEAD. I'm telling you right now, uh, you won't be disappointed. Head on over to leadconnects.org and uh, sign up for their strategic planning. Have a conversation with Peggy. Have a conversation with uh, the folks there um, in, in the office. Um, if you feel God that's tugging you um, and your organization to to this work, they can help you. And she just kind of laid out all of the different ways that they can help you. And if I know anything about Peggy and if I don't know anything about LEAD, and I kind of think I know a little bit about both, um, they will work with you and they will help you regardless of your situation. So, um, you know, don't survive, thrive um don't survive just thrive and sometimes we just have to let go of um our past and let go of our perceptions of who we are so that we can live into god's purpose um uh in in our lives so uh let them do that well thank you peggy uh thank you for being here um on uh the podcast for today again peggy's gonna be back here she's here all week folks so uh she'll be back here again tomorrow And if you uh, know of anyone who uh, you know would uh, benefit from what we've been talking about today, please take some time to share this episode with them. Uh, We would be happy and honored if you did that. Well, as always, The Daily Lead is a podcast of, guess what? The Lead Organization. The Lead Organization is a nonprofit (laughs) organization that helps uh, leaders uh, connect to one another in order to grow and to learn. And they also help congregations connect to their communities. So again, head over to leadconnects.org. That's leadconnects.org and see all the amazing ways they can help you and your organization grow and learn. And as always, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, GSB Fundraising. If you are a leader and need help in the areas of stewardship, capital campaigns, or fundraising, head on over to gsbfundraising.com. That's gsbfundraising.com and see how they can help you out. Well, that's all for today's episode, everyone. Take care and we'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Bye-bye.